0: What did they do in their tents? Made up excuses. Uh, what, what's the descriptive word? Grum- Grum- they, they grumbled, <laughs> they murmured in their tents. They grumbled and they. What is that? Just complaining. Yeah. Oh, we haven't corn again. Um. What what do we what do we complain about that we understand? Yeah, you know, it's okay to complain about it. We complain about anything we don't like. Okay, what do I gripe about? What things cause me to gripe? The heat in Texas in the
1: summer. Okay, Texas heat.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan. When they sin in the world, I mean just crime and Okay, that that. I, I hope. I hope that grieves us. I would say that that is not sinful, though. Oh, you're talking sinful. Murmuring, no, no, no. grumbling. Having to wait at the red light. Traffic lights.
1: Other people on the road.
0: That people who will not turn left when they're cleared to turn left. You're waiting for the lightning bolts to just come flying out of the heavens here in in righteous indignation, but it's complaining, man. What do we complain? All the prices at the commissary, the prices at United, uh, you know, President Obama, President Trump, you know, Secretary this, uh, Congressman that, Hollywood did, blah, blah, blah. Huh? School work? School, no. <laughs> yeah, we murmur. Um, why should I not murmur?
1: Because then they're saying that you don't believe God is sovereign. You're doubting
0: God. Okay, so why should I not murmur? grumbling. That's what's implied here. I'm, I'm not talking murmuring where you're just mumbling. I'm not talking that. So murmuring implies mumbling. a complaint. Okay. Yes. Complain. God has ordained. Ordained it all. Yes.
1: Ordained it, allowed it, but not necessarily
2: correct.
0: Good. Talked well, about that yesterday morning. That
2: we can complain, there are avenues to
0: No. No. No, there aren't avenues. No. No, 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 no. Yes, there is. There are ways there are ways to bring about a correction without complaining. Okay. To issue a complaint is different than complaining. When when to state something that there is an injustice here or there is a problem. Most companies would like to know that so they can resolve it. You know, and if companies don't, then you take the social media. It used to be write a, write a letter to the editor and go to the Better Business Bureau, but now you just vomit on Facebook. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: What did you say?
1: Rants and race. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that, that's, that place is just sticky. Ugh, don't go there. Yeah. Um, so... <coughs> If God is sovereign, then no, I should, eh, that should not characterize me. I should trust God's ordination in these events. Perhaps He's brought this event that previously annoyed me to sculpt my character and personality, or for me to see it and to somehow, some way, seek to bring resolution to this problem there. Without complaining. Without having a heart of displeasure in what God has set up for me. You know, so that's why I should not. How do I do that though? How do I live that out in my life? How do I stop being a complaining person? Count your
1: blessings.
2: Peacefully.
1: 180, if you
0: think. Oh, cool. Ooh. You have to be purposeful. And otherwise, it's so easy to just spiral down. I read a quote, and I, I'll butcher it now. Last night, about a guy in the Civil War who Had attained a position of rank but failed miserably in it because he was not prepared for what he was about to face. And how many Christians go out into the world unprepared? Unprepared. Because we have not set our minds on things above. Because we are not anchored, abiding in Christ and our relationship with Him. We just get up, and we're gone. Yeah, you don't go into a football game and not stretch. You know, let's let's throw some warm up passes. Well, let me get my mind on things above. Let me. Uh, Oh, you know, morning is not my time. Okay, that's 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 fine. Okay, maybe you're not. I don't want to get up at four in the morning to do my quiet time. But you're, you're dope. If you don't walk out the door, and I'm. Might as well put a big mirror up in front of you all, reflecting back here. You're dope if you go out the door and you have not prepared yourself for the battle that you are going to face as soon as you walk out. And you find the newspaper's not there. Or the cat, neighbor's cat, did his business in our flower bed again. It doesn't
1: have to be out your front door. It can be out the bedroom. Homeschool
0: mom, it's often the battle that you face
1: at home.
0: Out of the bed? <laughs> Can be. Really? So I mean Israel, we go, yeah, Israel was murmuring. No, we murmur. We murmur all the time. Marie brought it what a what a great thing. Verse twenty seven. I mean she said she said it. Oh, the Lord hated us. He brought us out of the land because he hated us. What? What?
1: Here
0: are really surprising that I didn't strike Yes. Like that, oh, God's doing this because I didn't do this. God's doing this just to teach me patience. Again. Mm-hmm. any of these valid reasons in twenty, uh uh, verse 27 28 Uh, the lord hated us brought us out of the land of egypt to give us into the hand of the amorites to destroy us where are we going our brothers have made our hearts melt saying the people are greater and taller than we the cities are great and fortified up to heaven and besides we have seen the sons of anakim there okay are any of those valid pulings Whinings. (laughs) (laughs) Whinings. <laughs> oh.
1: <Yeah. laughs> the the Lord said Egypt. that you them the land of Canaan.
2: <clears throat> they were outnumbered. They walked across the dry seabed.
0: You're in bondage, and now you're not. How did that happen? Because God did that. How? Yeah. <laughs> how? How possibly could a million plus people? Be suddenly freed and made wealthy in the process how's that happen that just that, and and it, it, really it's 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 almost some some of scripture is comical how is it that god just doesn't
1: sit and we almost laugh at them and, and yeah we're dumbfounded but I mean in God's eyes our grumbling is no different and, and, and we, we're conveying the saying God hates me you know that idea that feeling God's out to get me I
2: because think that's, these
1: things in my life are, I'm good. I'm good. I'm no, it's
2: okay. That, that statement the Lord hates us. I think is foundational to verses like 26 through 28 and saying that Sovereignty, and um, and so because you think his intentions are against you, or lacking, or weak, now all these other uh, woes of the world are just so big, and and and, and he's he's pow- powerless or purposefully putting you towards that because you, you're doubting his uh, character and stuff. John Piper talked about the two perceptions: the near nearsighted and far sighted. And so in the immediate, you don't see the big.
0: The, it's the same whisper of Satan in the garden. Did God really say? And we don't believe what God has said. We don't believe God. We call him a liar. That is the extent of our rebellion and our treason. We look at him and we say he is a liar. Now, are these are these obstacles? Yes! Yes! They are obstacles. I mean, think of think of some obstacles in our, our nation. Perhaps I mean some of some of you have obstacles in your lives right now. Kidney stones that pop up the size of golf balls. That's an obstacle. A back that. Um, well,
2: root wise, I think it's, it's all bow.
1: Unexpected or unknown, what's going to happen to us?
2: You're, 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 not, you're talking also the loss, maybe, of family going to war. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's all these factors that are all coming in together, and rightfully
1: so.
0: We, we want they, to keep the status quo of what we were doing 40 years ago. Are they real obstacles? Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. But, with a humongous Hollywood Hills sign, capital B. But, God. If God, I mean, you, you think of, of the problems that we face. We go, this is unsolvable. Doctors can't figure this out. Think about the the. The inflaming racism in our country both ways, skepticism and, and mistrust and distrust and, and all of that, the hatred between left and right, liberal and conservative in our country. You go, this is not solvable. To a degree. No. God can go boop. The waters, the tumultuous storm goes dead calm. The sea goes that fast. Do you not trust me? Do you not trust my word? And so all of these things that we see as obstacles, God goes, silly child. rest in me I brought you to this insurmountable obstacle it's okay I know it's there I can step over it really easy but I have it there for a reason and a purpose right now and you may never see it go away I I got it. And so and so the miracle, really the miracle here is verse twenty-nine. Um twenty-nine to thirty-one. Stephanie, would you read it?
1: And I said to you, do not be terrified, do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God who is going before you will fight for you he did for you in egypt before your very eyes and in the wilderness there you saw how the lord your god carried you as a father carries his son all the way you went until you reached this place
0: that's mind-blowing that is mind-blowing thats mind blowing That at that moment, God once again extends grace to them. Grace to them, knowing that we are but dust. I heard a, uh, it was mentioned to Dave yesterday, uh, John Piper this week was, was talking about in the morning before, you know, he reads. And then, he doesn't just read and then go. For those of you who read in the morning and, and bold, do you ever like think back on what you read during the day? I, I forget all the time. You know, I, I read it. But he says, God, find something, or mind, he talks to his mind. He says, mind, find something in that passage to cling to, to hang on to, to really... Take me out. You know stir up your mind to remember these things. What's he doing right here? He's calling them to remember. Why? So
2: they don't spend another forty years
0: in the Well, they're about to, because these are the ones who end up wandering in the wilderness. But why does he why does he call us to remember?
1: knows that we forget because they already forgot what he had done for them they thought of just the negative that they could possibly face and not how power, power can rescue them like he just made them walk through water and they're talking about armies and tall walls I mean if he can separate the ocean he can knock down a wall you know and we do it too
0: yes it's I mean, we we look at Israel and we go, oh, they're such dopes. But we know that Christ was crucified and Christ was raised from the dead. We know this. And we forget. Because it was before breakfast. We forget. And so always, I mean, how many times in Scripture do... Does does God say, don't be afraid, remember. You know, almost always when there's the do not be afraid, there is a recall before. And everyone in here, everyone in here, knows how God in somehow, some way, has worked specifically in your life where you have gone, there is no explanation but what God's grace has poured out on me. And so not only can I remember the, the replete fullness of God's word, perhaps a little nugget that I read this morning, but I can also remember and must recall and have confidence in the God who has worked specifically in my life. we are each going to encounter brothers and sisters whose whose faith is failing them whose knees are weak uh, who are just tired of crying I, I, I can't see through the darkness how, how can this help us exhort them in times of despair and hopelessness Better when they kept their mouth shut. Yeah.
2: And that's what I mean. Job had to open up his mouth.
0: Yeah. First. Yeah. <clears throat> Paul talks about those of us who have been comforted by God to go and be a comfort to those who are in that predicament. You know, there is a sensitivity involved there somebody's grieving because they just lost a spouse that's right that is healthy and helpful and they may cry out why but they really don't want to an answer at that point so that's where you just but there may come a time where the questions really do i don't And you may never have an answer, but remember what he's done, how faithful he has been I and mean, he loves you. Those are great passages. The, I love you passages where God lavishes his love upon us, even specifically people, people. Wow. So at this point now, Israel goes, Oh, Great. Yes! Now we're going in. Verse 32, David. Or verse, yeah, 32 and 33.
2: Yet in spite of this word, you did not believe the Lord your God, who went before you in the way to seek you out a place to pitch your tents in fire by night and in the cloud by day to show you by what way you should go.
0: And still, they did not believe here it is I do not believe what God has said I do not believe what God has said now a lot of Christians don't even know what God has said they got nothing to believe in they believe in fairy tales they got got nothing to cling to but for those of us who know God's word, we really have no excuse. Greater responsibility comes to me because I do know his word. What What place do I have to complain? To gripe to grouse. How can man see all of these good and extraordinary things that God has done and still disbelieve? Flip over to Hebrews chapter 3. This is troubling. Okay? Because the author of Hebrews is going to take this event and apply it to the church. The writer of Hebrews is writing to believing Jews. Here. David, would you read 7-11 uh, to 11 of chapter 3, please?
2: Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today if you hear His voice...
0: Okay, so he's talking to believers. He says, therefore, the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. So he's saying this to believers. Do not harden your hearts as they did. Okay. Uh, What was God's attitude toward Israel? Anger. Anger. They provoked me. He was righteously indignant. You are calling me the holy God, your father, a liar to my face in your murmuring. Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Tracy, would you read, uh, let's see, 12 to through 15.
1: Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion.
0: What is he warning against here? What is the author of Hebrews warning against? disbelief? But what will it lead to? by the deceitfulness of sin fall away from the living God okay who's he talking to he's talking to believers okay Who came out of Egypt? Israel. Israel. How many of them made it to the promised land?
1: Two.
0: Two. Two and the kids. Two and the kids. Two adults and the kids. We'll talk about who made it in and why here in a little bit. Two and the kids. God's wrath was poured out on them. In Romans, as Paul is wrestling with Israel. Who is Israel? Old Testament. As we look to the Old Testament. Offspring. Offspring okay. Physically, genetically, the offspring of Abraham through Isaac. And then through Jacob, actually. No. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob's son. Through Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. That is who is Israel. Physically. But is all Israel Israel? No. No. No, you read that throughout the prophets. That God saves a remnant. And he cuts off for destruction another part of them. Those who have unbelieving hearts. Disbelieving hearts. Who do not continue in a life of faith. The author of Hebrews is writing to believers. Now, let me ask you this. Are all believers believers? Is my profession enough to save me? There there is. What if it depends upon me? Nothing. Nothing. It is God who redeems. If God redeems me, is that redemption revocable? No. It is not. Nothing can snatch them from my hand. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay, so we see a perseverance of those who are being saved. But might there be some who have seen this and tasted and go, this is good. And I believe, I know I'm a sinner, and I believe, I'm going to pray too. And I'm going to be part of the church, and I'm going to start laboring in the church, and I'm going to pray with the church, and I'm going to be there every Wednesday night. And and this is, I'm going to sing songs of worship to the Lord. Is it possible for such a one not to be saved? This verse makes me want to hurl every time I read it. Jesus Christ says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? It doesn't get much more churchy than that. Did we not cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers lawlessness Hebrews 3 verse 16 "For for who were those who heard and yet rebelled was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses and with whom was he provoked for 40 years was it not those who sinned and whose bodies fell in the wilderness and to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest but to those who were disobedient so we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. So we, we look at we look at, at at the at the Jews at Israel and go, ah dopes. And the he, writer of Hebrews takes that baseball bat, picks it up, and goes, like, boom! What about us? Are we continuing? It's not that, it's not that, oh, I got to teach Sunday school so I, to make sure I'm saved. It's not that, oh, I got to make sure I come to church so that I'm saved. It is my relationship with the living God. It is with Him to know Him and the power of His resurrection. This is eternal life, that they know you The one true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. John 17, 4. I don't say this to make you doubt. I don't want you to go through the rest of life going, Oh, am I saved? I'm in my hands. Because John wrote his gospel and his epistles why? That you may know what? That you have eternal life. That you, have life. That you may know.
2: I just think one of the more important uh, grammatical elements of the New Testament is in verse 14 there. And it's easy to gloss over how it says, We have come to share in Christ. We have. Condition for present sharing in Christ today, the condition is if we endure to the future. Yeah. So if we don't endure to the future, then what does that say for today? So yeah. It's a very unusual verb tense, the, the way the writer's talking.
0: You know, I am I'm clinging. I am clinging to Christ. It's like I cling to Christ and marvel at the cross. Jesus forsaken. God estranged from God. You know, I, I cling to Christ. I, I got nothing. I still got nothing. Do you know how many sermons I've preached? Do you know how many Sunday school lessons I've taught? Meaningless. Rubbish. None of that scores me points before the living God with regard to my salvation. Him. Him and Him alone. If I live my life estranged from Him and do all of these things in my strength, you won't see me again. The Lord heard your words and was angered, and he swore, Not one of these men of this evil generation shall see the good of the land that I swore to give you to your fathers, except Caleb, the son of Jephunah. He shall see it, and to him and to his children I will give the land on which he has trodden, because he has wholly followed the Lord. Even with me, Moses says, the Lord was angry on your account. Well, that was a whole other issue why he's bringing it up here i don't know saying you shall not go in there joshua the son of none who stands before you he shall enter why because he and caleb both were going yeah let's let's take it joshua's going to be the leader encourage him for he shall cause israel to inherit it and as for your little ones who you said would become a prey you feared for your little children well they're the ones who are going to go in Who today have no knowledge of good or evil. Man, we could talk for another 10 minutes on that point. What age were the kids at? 12 and above? 12, 13? It depended. Depended on what? Their understanding of good and evil. Obedience and disobedience. Willingness and unwillingness. Trust and distrust. And they shall possess it. But as for you, turn... And journey into the wilderness in the direction of the Red Sea. For how long? Forty years. There's two ways to look at that 40 years. You can look at it as punishment. Or you can look at it as grace. Because God didn't go open up the earth like he did with Korah and Dathan. And... Finish them right there. Didn't send a plague and wipe them out right there. He gave them 40 years. Of what? Of hearts either to go harder or to repent. Were some of those who wandered, did they enter God's rest? I believe they did. I believe some did. I I, I have no way to prove that. But surely there had to be some who had a true repentance and a changed heart after that. But still, the consequence is meted out. Go.
1: Well, I was just thinking um, that Moses says here, even with me, the Lord was angry on your account. and, And Moses wasn't allowed to go into the promised land. And so when you read that passage in Hebrews, it sounds like Moses is included in the not entering God's rest, but then in Hebrews eleven, you see that Moses is plotted in the Hall of mm-hmm. Faith chapter,
0: and so this is this is really a huge event, not just for Israel, but for us as well as Christians and believers. So, you know, just at the end, it is important for us to comprehend. Uh, I've got two. Two bullets there, but I actually have four. So I'm going to start with the two that aren't written there. Let us not not think that murmuring is a small thing. Let us not think that our grumbling and complaining against God is a small thing. It is absolutely not. As believers, let us strive to enter that rest. Let us fully trust in and pursue the living God in Christ Jesus. To pursue and love our Lord and Savior. And and hear Him and desire Him. Desire Him above all things. Because there is a steep penalty. A steep penalty for not taking God at His word. But there are great blessings, lavish blessings that come to those who trust in Him. I'm out of time. Comments?